We are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. Our goal is to build connections within our society. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at sgplpodcast at yrl.ab.ca. everyone to Behind the Stacks. Uh, we have a very special bonus episode today, Simone. Yes, the, the director's, director's cut. cut. Correct, and we're not alone in here. We have the lovely, the amazing, the talented Leanne Miglin Carter. Thank you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to our little show. First of all, congratulations on becoming the director of the Spruce Grove Public Library. Thank you very much. This is your first day? It's October 1st, yes, my yes. first official day as, as director, yes. All right, so we have some questions for you, and sure. we're obviously going to do some fun ones, do some serious ones, but we're going to have fun. Well, this room is very fun. So yes, I'm, I'm excited. This is going to be great. Yes. yes. We, were, we were talking off air about how it's a good thing you're not in Danielle's office because it's a closet. <laughs> it really it literally is a closet. closet. <laughs> so this is great. All right. Let's get right into it. First off, how did you start in the library world? <laughs> well, to be honest, I was looking for a way to get out of the house because my oldest two children, who are now 18 and 19, when I started at the library, were just starting kindergarten and grade one. So I had a chance to get out of the house on Tuesdays and Thursdays while my um, son was in kindergarten for the day and come and I was hired as a page. And so just to put away books and, but I wasn't very good at it because I would, you know, get caught reading the books and not putting them away. So my, my turnaround time was, was very, very slow. Um, so they, uh, that was kind of recognized <laughs> and I went into, quite quickly after that, I went into programming where I was a bit more um, productive. <laughs> so, but it was a wonderful introduction and I, I've literally worked at every level here in the library. So I have a, at least some understanding of what everybody does from an experience-based mm -hmm. perspective. That's very important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you know how everyone feels at each <laughs> level and you're like, yes, I know this is good, but. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how long have you worked in the library industry? Well, the paging job was my first job in the library. And so it's been 13 years. My official workdate anniversary was just a few days ago, September 27th was, yeah. Oh, congratulations. So, yeah, so 13 years. That means my, yeah, my, my little children are now big children. <laughs> well, I remember having your little children come to my story times. That's right. Back in the day. That's right. And they were very helpful and your little boy was getting into everything and your daughter would say no sit down you have to listen to me Simone <laughs> that's right yeah that's right <laughs> she still does that <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> and did you celebrate in any way on September 27th or just kind of came well you know what it was a Sunday and oh. I, I honestly forgot but when I got to work on the 28th 
was like, hey, wait a minute. Yesterday was my anniversary. So, yeah, we did a little happy dance. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it was great. Awesome. All right. Next question. Uh, what is your favorite or most memorable moment story uh, about working in the library world? Well, there there are so many that come, you know, that could come to mind if I sat down and listed them. But the one that's always top of mind when I'm asked this question or I'm reminiscing, and Simone, you may remember this, because I think you helped out with Teen Media once oh, in yeah. a while, right? Yeah, and um, so Teen Media Club was a, a program we ran quite a few years ago now, <laughs> and it brought kids in on Friday nights, and we made movies and music and just hung out and had a really, you know, it was really fun, and it, it was. was very successful at that time um, as part of the Safe City initiative with the with the police and community and protective services here in Spruce yeah, Grove. We had a really good group. We did. There was 35 of them. What? Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Like 30. I know. I was exhausted. Every Friday night I got home, I was like, yeah, I would just say I didn't have a coffee. I had something else. <laughs> but um, it was good training for me um, for when my children turned into teens. I was I was pretty broken in. So, mm -hmm. But anyways, uh, so one evening we had our had we're going through one of our rambunctious programs and I got called to the front because a parent wanted to talk to me and so you just you know oh, yeah. kind of prepared for the worst but mm -hmm. tried to expect the best and she looked very serious and I thought oh dear here we go Secret. yeah and what she blurted out <laughs> was I just needed to thank you um, because if it weren't for this program I'm sure my daughter would be pregnant right now and I was like, wow. not what I expected to hear. So I was kind of taken aback. And I said, oh, well, like, you're welcome. And <laughs> she said that she had been in a, a not very healthy relationship. And um, she was really concerned for her daughter who had no self-esteem and uh, or low self-esteem, I guess mm -hmm. I should say. And, you know, just didn't have a voice. But then she came to teen media. A friend of hers dragged her here. And she found her voice and she found her confidence and she booted that guy to the curb. And, you know, that still gives me shivers and goosebumps because that was the key moment in my career here that I realized libraries matter mm -hmm. and what we can do for someone's life. So I that's my most memorable moment. And yeah, I, I'm literally I have like goosebumps right now because it was so poignant for me. Wow. What a beautiful moment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I that, that really illustrates how important this the whole library mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Are those still on YouTube? I thought I saw some of those media oh videos. My. Oh boy, yes, <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. We should we should crack those out of the vault. Yeah, I guess we could do a throwback Thursday. There's one where I'm um, I'm wrestling, and oh, that'd be I'm a called good one. the Crusher. <laughs> But you won't recognize me. I'm wearing quite the elaborate outfit. Yes. I have a turban like Joan Collins style yeah. and then a Power Rangers mask and a robe. So, oh, well, that would be yeah. fun. Mm -hmm. I'll leave that up to you. Okay. You decide. <laughs> I know, but I'm watching later, guys. <laughs> you can check those out on our YouTube channel. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so what do you usually do um, day by day activities? What happens in a day of Leanne? Oh, a lot to be honest, but um, which is which is great, which is why I wanted and loved this position. But really, the director is a visionary. Um, you know, provides vision, works with the board. Um, people is kind of the technical side of libraries, but we work with a board, and um, 
just really do the planning and the visioning and also um, oh yeah just you know a real real leadership it's a leadership role right so mm -hmm. to guide the way and and I mean I'm very many meetings lots of meetings emails more meetings reports <laughs> but one thing that I try to do is make sure that that time spent is action-based so that it's not just meeting for the sake of meeting mm -hmm. so and zoom and you know the COVID-19 experience has really improved the function of a meeting I'm finding so it's easier to meet it's quicker it's more you know it's mm -hmm. more um, action-based like I already said so yeah so you know day, every day there's something new I'll plan a day and then it goes out the window because something pops up and that's okay right so yeah. it's a lot of prioritizing as well a few of our other guests have given advice about how to get into the library world so what about yourself what would you tell others about trying to get into this teeny tiny world <laughs> well I first of all I'd say do it you know if that's if you hear that as a calling or an idea even that's in your mind I, go for it. But I do suggest that people take the time to volunteer because just to get, libraries aren't what they used to be for sure. Mm -hmm. And they aren't what a lot of people still believe them to be in that we're so much more than just books. So, you know, we are the community hub. Unfortunately, right now we can't be welcoming people in at the capacity prior to COVID-19, but this is where people come to gather, hang out, do programs, read, listen, you know, enjoy everything that we do. So it isn't just checking out books or like for my, you know, reading books and trying to get them on the shelves. It's, it's a lot more than that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for people to understand the bigger role and ever growing. We're just getting more and more relevant yeah. and particularly with the technology. Libraries aren't going to disappear because of technology. They're going to become more in demand yeah. because of technology. That so, too. exactly. Well, thank you so much, Leanne. It was really interesting and very informative. We would like to have a bit of fun with you now. That's good. <laughs> and ask you a few bonus questions. Oh, dear. Okay. So, I will let Courtney start us off with that. Yes, this one I thought was just, I heard it on another podcast and it got me thinking. So I was like, oh, I'm going to ask everyone I can about this one. So first one I got for you, Miss Leanne, if you could be a fish, what would you be? Um, so the first thing that comes to mind is a rainbow fish, because as Miss Simone knows, that was yes. one of my very favorite picture books to read Wonderful to my children. Book. And also I did some children's programming here too. And so also to to read to kids at the library but mm -hmm. for my children it was just one of my favorites and it has such a great message about being an individual mm -hmm. and owning your your shine and your color and Absolutely. so definitely a rainbow fish good choice what was your thoughts about that one Simone did you have an answer for that if I was going to be a fish I think I would be a puffer fish <laughs> so I love friendly that. but you know sometimes I've just got to spike up and be like <laughs> Okay, I need my space. Yes. <laughs> Love that. Oh. What about you, Courtney? I really like those neon tetras. I've always loved them as a kid where you like turn off the lights and they oh. just glow. I think those are just very amusing. Oh, you'd be a very cool fish. Right? Yeah. Just kind of like punk and like awesome. That's <laughs> so, like rock in the that. dark. Very nice. Cool. I like it. All right. Next question for you. Uh, what are you reading now, Leanne? Right now. 
right this minute right. Yes, actually right I, now. I am the book I put down last evening before I went to sleep was um, tidying up at work so the Marie Kondo series oh, of Marie books she's come up with a new one with a home oh, darn I think his first name Scott she's a co-author this time anyway it's just it's a really good book it's really easy to read like it's not you can just kind of read and put it down and pick it back up again the concepts aren't you know, overwhelmingly shocking, but they're mm -hmm. excellent reminders of how you can bring her tidying up and sparking joy yes. into the workplace because it's just as important there. Mm -hmm. And she identifies that, you know, a lot of people spend more time at work than they do mm -hmm. at home, which is not anything I wish for our staff here. However, it is a balance, yeah. right? And so I want to make sure that I'm doing my part to kind of model the way, but also so I can tell staff to you know, read it or pull out some important parts. So don't look at good my art. desk. <laughs> well, don't worry about it. Go look at my desk right oh now too. Gosh. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's okay. It's okay. And like she points out, that's the sign of the creative mind, the cluttered desk. So yes. don't worry about it. Yes. As one and I are both programmers, we know that crap can accumulate very quickly. It's yes. all over the place. Lucky there's no video to accompany this because Oh geez, the space we're in now. It's very creative here. Yes, that's yeah. what we're gonna call yeah. it. It's, it's just fine. <laughs> so what do you like to read? So I do read a lot of nonfiction and um, I'm a huge fan of Brene Brown. Um, so I like those kinds of books, but mm -hmm. I also enjoy reading um, like historical nonfiction, but I don't mean more like creative nonfiction. That's a better way to put it. So, you know, the telling of story or fact in a, in a story story type way um, and then of course I, I am a writer as well and so and I write poetry and amongst other things so I do read a ton of poetry like a lot so nonfiction and poetry primarily is is there a particular poet that you're a really big fan of yes there is the one I love the most her name is Lorna Crozier mm -hmm. and she is a Canadian poet and she really especially for the female voice in Canadian poetry and Western Canadian poetry just really paved the way for a lot of us mm -hmm. and she was married to Patrick Lane who was one of Canada's one of his foremost writers and poets as well and sadly he he passed away a year and a half ago I think now mm -hmm. but you know together they were a dynamo duo but as far as actual writing I always go back to Lorna when I'm having troubles and something sparks something deep inside and I'm able to continue so that's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. Hopefully we have our books on our shelf. So we do. Good. We do. Excellent. So we everyone do. else can yes. grab those as well. Yes. I, I weed the poetry section because I'm always very <laughs> nervous that, uh, well, my books, A, I don't want them to get pulled, but also. <laughs> I check it in, check it out. <laughs> yeah, totally, Good. totally. Yeah, no, I, I get that one little part of the shelf to keep an eye on and enjoy it. Gets me out in the stacks, so that's a good thing. <laughs> out in the trenches. Yeah. Yes. I've been enjoying a little bit of poetry lately. I love Nikita Gill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her empowerment and just like the fantasy yeah. in store. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed. Well there's this wow. amazing yes. thing that started happening maybe even two years now, but definitely the last year, in how when you walk into a bookstore, even the big ones, right there first thing you see is a poetry display. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of female yes. poetry. So the female voice has become very strong and very clear and clean. That these poems are not long; mm -hmm. they get to the point, and they're so creative. It's a it's an amazing time for poetry right now. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay, so we're fire. almost done. But before we go, we're going to hit you with some rapid fire questions. Excellent. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Cat or dog? Dog. 
Absolutely dog. <laughs> no question. <laughs> Books or movies? Books. Sweet or salty? Salty. Coke or Pepsi? Oh, Coke. <laughs> I need that one. Yeah, I do. That's what I put in there. <laughs> Pen or pencil? Pencil. All the way. Toilet paper. Over or under? On the roll. I don't care. As long as it's not on the ground or behind the toilet or just not even there, I'm good. <laughs> so easy going. <laughs> when you're at a movie, candy or popcorn? Popcorn. Mountains or lakes? Oh, that's hard. I was born on the mountain Jasper and now we're, we live near a lake. Oh, I got to say lake. Flowers or trees? Oh, trees. Reading or writing? Oh, writing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Writing. Absolutely. <laughs> Roller coasters or haunted houses? Haunted houses. Excellent. I like both, though. Mm -hmm. Haunted houses are so fun. Yes. Sneakers or sandals? Sandals. Winter or summer? Hmm. I'm a true Canadian. I really like the balance, to be honest. But, um... I think uh, summer, it's just easier without snow boots and jackets and yeah, mm -hmm. summer. It doesn't last as long, but it's No, it's just wonderful. easier and more enjoyable in that regard. Which one is worse, laundry or dishes? Oh, dishes. I hate dishes. <laughs> yeah, dishes for sure. Mm -hmm. Coffee or tea? Coffee. <laughs> morning or evening? Oh, evening. <laughs> Never been a morning person. <laughs> Library or museums? Oh, oh. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, honestly, this is really hard because I love museums so much. And that's something I share a passion for with my husband. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, you know, libraries are at my core. I have to say library. <laughs> okay. Theater or cinema? Theater. T-shirts or sweaters? Um, T-shirts. So here's one that I know you'll love. Okay. Dick Van Dyke or Angela Lansbury? Oh my goodness. Those are my two favorite crime solvers. <laughs> murder mystery solvers. Do you solvers. want your murder written or diagnosed? Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I guess I have to go with Jessica because she's been in my life longer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she had that really cool antique typewriter at the start of the show. So, oh, if I had to choose, I choose Angela or Jessica. Mm -hmm. But if it were like real life and yeah. I could meet one of the two of them, mm -hmm. totally Dick Van Dyke. Oh, absolutely. He is the most amazing person on the planet, I think. He's just a wonderful man that we could all learn from. <laughs> definitely. We have yeah. his biography here, too. Oh, great. I haven't read that, actually. Oh, you need to. Yeah, I do. You just okay. make you love him even more. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> Thank you. That was a great question. Last one, paper or plastic? Paper. <laughs> Excellent, very environmentally conscious. Yay! <laughs> well, wasn't so bad. No, not at all. You that did was so much you fun. Did. You passed with flying colors. Yes, <laughs> we didn't have too many that tripped you up. No, <laughs> just hard to choose sometimes, but yeah. That's okay though. Library or museums, that was a tough one. Yes, and I mean, I just saw that one as one of the questions, but that's kind of neat. Because uh, honestly, on my downtime, it's completely museum. I don't know that I'd want to work in a museum like I work in a mm -hmm. library. Right. I just, the enjoyment factor and, oh, yeah. 
But we ask the tough questions on you, this you, podcast. You do ask the yes. tough questions, and I appreciate that. <laughs> so, what do you hope to accomplish as the director of SGPL? And maybe some long-term or short-term, or like, where's where's your mind at? Okay, well, that is, as you asked, what does my day, you know, consist of? So, long and short-term goals are part of my everyday. That is something that is part of everyday. And sometimes long-term means the end of the week and short-term means by the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But broader scope, long-term for me right now is, you know, five and ten years out. Where will we be? What will we be doing? So next year is our 60th anniversary, so it's a big year. Um, The library was founded, I suppose is a good word, in 1961. So next year is a really wonderful opportunity to look at where we've been, uh, but spend a lot more time on visioning where we're going. So long-term goal would be that I really want to establish a library that suits the needs of our community. So that would mean uh, an adequate size, you know, enough items in the collection, programs and services that, you know, just allow more for everyone be more inclusive, be more diverse in who we are and what we do. Mm -hmm. So that is a long-term goal because those things don't happen overnight. So we're working with our community partners in the city and we have that vision together. So that'll come. So that's, you know, looking down the road over the next few years. But short-term goal really is particularly because we have just experienced as a group the COVID-19 response to just really reconnect with our partners and our stakeholders and just say, hey, we're still here. We didn't actually go away. We continue to provide service digitally and virtually throughout the pandemic and continue to do so with some limited, you know, in-house time to come into the library. But basically just reconnect with everyone and remind them about what it is that we do because I think it's a really good opportunity to showcase libraries right now and I don't want to miss out on that. I want to just, you know, for people that may, again, I've mentioned this before, but may not really fully know. They just are unaware mm-hmm. that of what libraries can do and yeah. how much they support and, and help people in our society. So, yeah, I think that's a very important short-term goal for me is to really get connected with the people that um, are so important to us and um, let them know what we're up to and and just get those conversations going again now that we're all settling in a little bit mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i still am so shocked whenever i run into people and they're like aren't libraries like extinct or like aren't they going away like yeah are they just a place for books yeah people just know their own experience and we're here to just let them know what they've been missing out on <laughs> it's always nice to see people who haven't been to the library in years and they just come in and say i can't believe you have all this stuff and yeah there's so many cool things to do and they're really shocked because they do just have this idea that it's just come in, read a book, mm-hmm. be quiet. Yeah, and COVID-19 time was a, a time when people that had never been to libraries or thought of libraries before had to reach out because mm-hmm. they were isolated. Yes. And we have so many virtual and digital and online programs and services and, and mm-hmm. books and resources that when people were looking for things to do, at a time when they weren't allowed to leave their home or didn't want to leave their home, we were there for them. And that attracted a lot of new card holders for us. So that's very exciting to know that we've we've reached a new audience. Mm -hmm. Okay, our last question, because we know you're very busy. (laughs) Do you have any special message to the community? 
Well, kind of following up on what I just said, now more than ever, we are here to support you as we navigate through these unpredictable and challenging times. Just come and see us, call us, visit the website, come on in and chat with us. Where You have to bring a mask though. <laughs> um, but yeah, just take a moment and, and see what, what we can do for you. Thank you so much for coming to Behind the Stacks today. It was my pleasure. I hope I can come back again. Sometime. Yes, we'll have to have you as a recurring guest. Oh, well, that would be lovely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you had fun. That was very fun. Thank you. Thank you again to Leanne Miglin Carter, the new director of the Spruce Grove Public Library, for taking part in the director's, director's cut. 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 Thanks again for listening, and we're out. Bye. Bye.